You're listening to the voice of the future, fighting for America every day. This is the conservative crusader. And here's your host, GOP Josh. Hello and welcome to the Conservative Crusader. My name is GOP Josh. Thank you for tuning in this Monday morning, Monday, June 6th, 2022, here on the Red Future Radio Network. Call in to the show. We finally have a call-in phone number. So if you don't like the the anchor way of calling in, you can still call in that way, going to anchor.fm slash the Conservative Crusader. But if you don't like that, you can call in via our phone line. The number is 57-GOP-JOSH-7, 574-675-6747. You can call or text that line, and we may play your comments on the air. I'll say it again, 57-GOP-JOSH-7, 574-675-6747. Some big news this morning out of the Supreme Court. It is an opinion day. The first opinion they've released, which it will not be the only one this morning. I'm recording this at 10.02 a.m., so we are doing it as as this is released. Uh, Siegel v. Uh, Fitzgerald. Congress's enactment on a significant fee increase that exempted uh, debitors in two states violated the uniformity requirement of the bankruptcy clause. If any of you know about that case, that opinion was released today. Hoping for Dobbs, I don't see Dobbs happening, but we're hoping for Dobbs, Dobbs v. Jackson this morning, but I don't see it being released today. That would be the case. That would overturn the unconstitutional Roe v. Wade. But we have plenty to get to this morning, so I don't have any time to fool around. Because this morning, or yesterday, I should say, late yesterday, President Trump issued a bunch of endorsements, one of which was an endorsement of Kevin McCarthy. Former President Trump endorsed House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy on Saturday, calling him a strong, calling him strong and fearless. On a post on social media site Truth Social, Trump said McCarthy is an outstanding representative for the people of California. In Congress, Kevin is a tireless advocate for people of Bakersfield and in the Central Valley. He is working incredibly hard to stop inflation, deliver water solutions, and hold Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi accountable. For their catastrophic failures and uh, dereliction of duty, Kevin McCarthy has President Trump's complete and total endorsement. You know, I'm going to agree with President Trump here for for just a second, and then we're going to go off the rails a little bit. I believe that Kevin McCarthy is a great representative for the people of California. California has like 8 million Democrats, registered Democrats. So yeah, he's a great representative for the entire state of California because he's no different than a Democrat. Kevin McCarthy cannot get a piece of legislation passed in a Democratic majority to save his life. And he can't keep his caucus united to fight up against the Democratic majority. So he can't work with them or work against them. He's right in the middle. He can't do anything. He's a failure of a leader. There are a hundred better representatives in Congress that could serve as majority leader. I can name a few. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Paul Gosar are all great representatives that could serve as as minority or majority leader in the future. Um, There could also be uh, Andy Biggs. He'd be a great representative as well. Kevin McCarthy, and he endorsed Kevin McCarthy, meaning he will be reelected and meaning that he will be Speaker, when we take the majority. So, um, 
that's the endorsement of that congressman. I do not support that endorsement. One bit, I do not think he should be the majority leader in any scenario, or let alone the um, the Speaker of the House. And honestly, you, you don't have to be a congressman to be Speaker. But if you are a Speaker, you, 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 I'm pretty sure you lose your right to vote. So maybe we should appoint someone who isn't a congressman to vote or to, to, as Speaker so we don't lose a loyal Republican vote. Maybe we should appoint someone, but then they have control over the over the over what is voted on. So so it, it's kind of a who knows, you know. Kevin McCarthy. Maybe they'll appoint Madison Cawthorn as speaker. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But President Trump also endorsed some other people yesterday, one of which I support wholeheartedly. But I want to go over that case a little bit more that we talked about at the top of the hour. The Supreme Court strikes down Congress's decision to increase bankruptcy fees in most states while leaving a different system in place in two states. The SCOTUS unanimously holds that the two different fee systems violates the Constitution's requirement of uniform bankruptcy laws. So that's what that case does now. We are about three minutes away from another case being released, and I will have that for you as soon as it is released. But President Trump yesterday endorsed a, a a great candidate in Ohio's 9th Congressional District, someone I supported since I started following this race. It, it's big. He won the primary just narrowly, but President Trump has formally endorsed J.R. Majewski for Congress running against Marcy Kapoor in Ohio's 9th Congressional District up around Sandusky area in the state of Ohio. I could have saved this for my Ohio segment, but you know. You know, we have to go. This is this is big national news. In the endorsement, Trump said that Majewski would be a fantastic congressman for the district. He will face longtime 40-plus-year congresswoman Marcy Kapoor in November's election. In Congress, Jr. will promote American energy, secure the border, support our farmers, protect life, defend the Second Amendment, fight for election integrity, and provide our veterans with the care they deserve. Um... Trump said that his opponent is fully controlled by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and the radical left, which is so true. I applaud. This is one of the endorsements of President Trump. I will applaud. Do I wish that President Trump had the power that he does where he can put a primary election in one way or the other? No matter what? No, I don't. You know, I don't think any per- any one person should have that much power over our government, that much power over our voting body that they can just say, I support Dr. Oz, and he's going to narrowly win that race as well. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Or being able to say, I like J.R. Majewski, and he wins that primary by 30 points, which is what would have happened had he won the primary, or had he got the endorsement before the primary. He can say he loves J.D. Vance, the big tech millionaire, and, well, J.D. Vance runs away with it, 10 points win. But, but, with President Trump having that power, with power becomes great responsibility, as we have heard historically. And President Trump is using that power for good in one of these races with J.R. Majewski. He, if you don't know who J.R. is, he did the Trump yards. He was on national news with his yard, his front yard, that was painted with 
with paint, I think. I don't know what it was painted with, but it was painted into a Trump flag. It was bright blue. It's kind of shaped like a triangle. So it was painted bright blue, and it had the Trump logo on it, Keep America Great. He held big rally watch parties on his yard during COVID when the first, when the rallies came back. He, he's a big Trump guy. He's a good guy. He's a good congressman, or he will be a good congressman. And I believe that he will win that election um, very well. I think he might win by six, seven, eight points. And I'm glad that the long-sitting congresswoman, Marcy Kapoor, will be gone. Because, frankly, she she's done nothing in her time in Congress. No, nothing good for the state of Ohio. Ohio has always been a, a pretty conservative state. I, I mean, you can say what you want to say about it, but Ohio has pretty much always had the same conservative values. We just didn't vote on them. I mean, the Democrats that win here aren't very left-wing. Barack Obama is the exception, but we had uncharismatic candidates for two elections in a row, so that'll happen there. But when when you look at Tim Ryan and his commercials right now, he, he's running his commercials like he's a Republican. He's calling out J.D. Vance for his anti-manufacturing positions when, when the Democratic Party is who sent our, all of our jobs overseas. You know, I mean, he he's running like a Republican, with a D next to his name, and that's the only way he's going to win. And um, let me see. This is this is an, his ad he released two weeks ago. I saw it on TV at my grandparents' house, and my grandparents actually said, "I don't like JD Vance. He doesn't like manufacturing. We wouldn't have an Ohio without manufacturing." And he lives in San Francisco and whatever. But this is I'm, I'm going to play the ad because this is going to talk about Trump's endorsement a little bit more and, and how the Democratic Party, like Marcy Kapoor, is too left wing. She has not rep- represented the state of Ohio in a long time. It may just be the case that a 55-year-old worker in Dayton, Ohio, who spent his entire life in manufacturing, he may not be able to find a good-paying job for the rest of his working life. I think we maybe have to fess up to that and admit to that. Never. We're bringing manufacturing back. Two Intel factories right here. 7,000 construction jobs, 3,000 plant jobs. When J.D. Vance moved to San Francisco, he gave up on Ohio. I never will. I'm Tim Ryan, and I approve this message. But listening to the Intel factories, which was Republican uh, Mike DeWine, whether you like him or not, that was his accomplishment. Bragging on that makes him sound like he he's trying to be a Republican, makes him sound like he's trying to be conservative. And, and, and he can't, he can't, you know what I mean? He, he can't do much more than he is now. And that's really the only way he wins. But, but where I'm trying to go with that is Marcy Kapoor, who has been serving, I think if she loses this election, it will be 40 years exactly. I think that's what I remember hearing. So about 39 years at this point. She does not represent the state of Ohio. The majority of the voters in the state of Ohio will vote for a Trump candidate over a Joe Biden-endorsed candidate. That's why That's why Tim Ryan is trying to paint himself as a Trump, Repub- or De- Trump Democrat. And Marcy Kapoor will have to do the same to win. I see her losing by 8, 9, maybe even 10 points in that election. But we do have another Supreme Court opinion out. The the Supreme Court rules 7-2 in favor of Florida's Medicaid program in a dispute over how much money the state can take from an accident victim's private tort settlement in order to recover costs of the victim's medical care. The opinion was from Clarence Thomas in uh, Colorado v. Marstiller. Sonia 
Sona Sotomayor joined by Stephen Breyer dissents. That is the makeup of that decision. And that is that decision. Now, I don't know the exact uh, superiority su- superiority ranking in the Supreme Court, but I think if Alito still, pardon me, if Alito still has Dobbs, we will not be getting Dobbs v. Jackson today. Let me take a look. Yeah, uh, Clarence Thomas is the second highest ranking justice, followed by Alito. And the way the Supreme Court is is structured is only the chief justice or the person, sorry, sorry, only people more superior or the same superiority as the justice that is that delivered the last opinion can deliver the next opinion. So since Clarence Thomas is the second most senior on the court, he will have to deliver the next opinion, which we will have one more today. Or um, Chief Justice John Roberts will have to deliver the opinion, I believe. I mean, wait a second. How, how does this work? I, I'm, I'm lost. This picture is throwing me off. Yeah, okay, I was right. So it will either be Clarence Thomas or John Roberts in the next opinion on the court based on if that's if the rankings on their website is true i really don't know how this how this website works or the exact superiority makeup but if i'm correct we will not have dobbs today but we could i mean there's still a chance there is still another opinion to be released today and we will have that to you as soon as it is released but to to go back to the topic of the segment it's kind of hard to do this back and forth but president trump has so much endorsement power. He has the power to make or break a political campaign. We saw the same thing in Ohio 15 last election, last in in 2021 in the special election where Steve Stivers resigned, where he endorsed Mike Carey on on June 3rd of 2021. And and well, by by June 7th, he was winning and he he won big in, in August. He had plenty of time to spread the name Spread the word, and he had he he won big. President Trump's endorsement power in Ohio is is insane, and we have right here another another piece of evidence of that here it, with J.R. Majewski. I see him winning. I see him winning big, and I cannot wait to see him as a congressman. I guess President Trump had to balance out his base endorsement with an endorsement of Kevin McCarthy, the majority leader that does not stand up for you, does not stand up for your values, does not stand up for your freedom. And well, we are going to move on right after the break. When we return, we have some Pride Month news because that is apparently going on right now, Pride Month. We also have news in the the Pennsylvania Senate race, more than just McCormick deciding to concede. And then we have some gas prices news as well. My name is GOP Josh. Be right back here on the Conservative Crusader. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. This is The Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is The Conservative Crusader, our Pride Month news because it is the month of June. We will get into that. But first, I forgot to mention this at the beginning and it makes me so sad but we are having a guest, another special edition of the Conservative Crusader with a guest this Saturday. 
And the guest is an independent we talked about for governor last week during the polling. He passed a, or not a passed, he, he had a poll that came out where he is polling at 10% as an independent against Mike DeWine, against Nan Whaley. His name is Neil Peterson. And Neil Peterson will be joining me on Saturday for a special edition of the Conservative Crusader. Now, those of you who have been around here a long time know that I do have to take some time to record them on my Thursday. So we will not have a Thursday edition of the Conservative Crusader, but the Saturday edition will will make that up, I believe. It will make it up for you on our Saturday edition. But obviously that means I have to have my questions in by Thursday. So if you have any questions for Mr. Neil Peterson, please go to my email box, josh at gopjosh.com, or leave a voicemail on our phone line. Call 57-GOP-JOSH-7. That is 574-675-6747. 574-675-6747. Text or call your questions. Sit through the long ringing, and then you'll hear my voice pick up, and you can leave a message. That is 57-GOP-JOSH-7. You can text or call that number today, and we will get back to you. And we might even play it on the episode with Neil Peterson. 574-675-6747 or gopjosh.com. All right. So, josh at gopjosh.com. I forgot that part. So, we have some sports news that go along with the Pride Month where the Tampa Bay Rays pitchers refuse to wear the gay pride logo on their uniforms, citing religious beliefs. Jason Adam, Jalen Beeks, Brooks Raley, Jeffrey Springs, and Ryan Thompson, of course, all saying they accept everyone despite their choice to pass on the gesture. The team wore rainbow-colored sleeves patches this past Saturday where these five opted for their standard unis. This is from OutKick with uh, Clay Travis. Jason Adam was asked to comment on their decision. His response was strong. It's a hard decision because ultimately we all said that we want them. We all said what we want is them to know they are welcomed and loved here. But when we put it on our bodies, a lot of guys think that it's just a lifestyle that maybe not that everyone, they look down on anyone that thinks differently. Uh, It's just that maybe we don't want to encourage it if we believe in Jesus, who's encouraged to live a lifestyle that would abstain from behavior, just like Jesus encourages me as a heterosexual male to abstain from sex outside of the confines of marriage. It's no different. So I I completely applaud these five brave athletes who were at risk. When, when, When you stand up against the mob, when you stand up against the corporate media, the corporatists on your team as an athlete, as someone in corporate media, standing up against what your corporate leaders stand for can put you at risk of cancellation, can put you at risk of being fired, can put you at risk of, of this and that. And, and well, frankly, the, these guys stood up for what they believe and they stood up and they stood up strongly. You know, standing up against their team not really against their team, but standing up, yeah, against their team, against what their team says, against what their team tells them to do. That's just, that. that's courageous. Let's be honest, standing up to where you, you say to your team, to your boss, 
I'm not going to wear your rainbow flag. I'm going to I'm not going to wear your rainbow explosion or whatever their logo is supposed to be. I don't know. I don't follow sports. I'm not going to wear your hat that has seven different colors embroidered on it. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't, I didn't count. Because you want to cater to the woke mob. Go woke, go broke. And I don't know how good these athletes are. I don't know their scores. I don't know their abilities. I don't know their college. I don't know their record. But I do know that they can stand up for what they believe. And I know they can, that that they can not wear the pride flag if they don't want to. And I applaud them for that. And you know, this, this kind of goes back to a tweet I made, and I'm going to talk about that as well, where I tweeted a very simple, I think it was four or five words, statement. Give me a second here. Let me, let me find it. Uh, dairy. It was about dairy. Like, like cow dairy. Four words. Happy National Dairy Month. Because it is National Dairy Month. And there's this leftist who, who who trolls my page. I think he might have post notifications on. Jerkwater Jeff is, is his at. Don't don't go troll him. Don't give him attention. But I, I wanted to say that. It's also Pride Month. Don't forget. I just sent a picture of a cow. <laughs> What's your problem with the Elgabata, the alphabet community? He needs some milk. And then he and then he and then he talked about well, well why wouldn't you talk about Pride Month, Josh? You're you're a commentator. You got your opinions from your parents. Why won't you talk about Pride Month? I, I'm talking about dairy. I'm literally talking about cow milk, or cheese, or cakes, or eggs, or whatever else. Uh, eggs isn't dairy, but you know what I'm saying. We, we were talking about dairy, and this and this random guy who follows me on Twitter, who is is quite quite the character. Brings in sexuality, brings in Pride Month. So if you don't fall right in line, if you don't fall right where this side wants you, where the left wants you, where the Pride Month people want you, you will be canceled and you will be attacked. And I'm, I, I applaud these Rays players on the Tampa Bay Rays for standing up for their beliefs and for their religion. And we're going to transition to the military here. Transition is a funny word for this time of month, this time of year, but but we all know the military uniforms. You know they're all camouflaged, so you blend in with the environment around you. Maybe depending on where you are in the world, your uniform is a little different, so you blend in a little better. But there aren't any bright colors on your uniform. There aren't any bright neon greens. They're all muted camouflage greens or or muted camouflage browns because. In order to not die, you have to blend in with the environment around you. Well, the Marine Corps kind of lost that memo. Whoever's in charge of their social media, is in charge of their marketing, lost that memo. Because they released a photo on their Twitter page. That has a Marine helmet. With a strap that says, proud to serve. With six bullets in it. Of varying colors. And they're bright colors as well. There's a, a red-tipped bullet like that looks like lipstick there with a golden bottom, obviously. There is a orange bullet, a yellow bullet, a green bullet, a blue bullet, and an indigo purple bullet. 
So I have a question for, for those of you who served in the military, and, and, and if you did and you're listening to the show, thank you. But I have to ask, if you were in combat, if you were in Afghanistan, if you were in the Iran, Iraq, if you were in these, even even some older people who served in the Vietnam War, even the older veterans out there, and you had something rainbow-colored strapped to your helmet, would you be more visible? I obviously weren't. I, I wasn't in those scenarios, and I hope I never have to be in those scenarios. I'm, I'm not made for the military. I'm not strong enough for the military. If it comes to that, I might have to, but I, 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 I'm not built for the military. But for those of you who were, and I, I thank you for your service every single day, if you strapped bright colored things to your shirt, to your hat, to your, your pants, wouldn't you be much more visible? And I, I love the inclusivity because we talk about how gun violence is a terrible problem, how, well, well, folks, uh, we need to ban guns, we need to ban handguns, we need to ban uh, assault rifles because they're killing people, folks. The guns are killing people by themselves. They're pulling their own trigger, folks. I don't even know who I'm impersonating there. You can take your own guess. <laughs> but, but they hear this. They, they, they say this woke gun violence. Uh, folks, we need, to, we need to ban all handguns, ban, ban all the firearms, folks, okay? We, we, we all hear this, right? We hear this is their take. And then they go out. And they make rainbow-colored bullets. Replicating the poster of Stanley Kubrick's 1987 film, Full Metal Jacket. I've never heard of it, but their, their, their poster looks the same. It has a little peace sign on it. It's about Vietnam. It says, Born to Kill, with some bullets strapped on the side. In Vietnam, the wind doesn't blow. It sucks is what it says in the title there. But, but our military is, is spending our tax dollars, our funding, to make rainbow-colored bullets on their graphics to, to, to be inclusive, to be inclusive to the to the woke mob, to the left. And, and we mentioned this before. If you, if you go woke, you go broke. And I think any conservative American who is who is in this scenario, who works in the military, who does this, does that, why are they in this? What 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 is the point at this point? I mean, I I support fighting for our country, but I also know when when the left comes over, and I, I'm not trying to make this a left versus right battle. I'm trying to make it a right versus wrong battle. When the wrong side comes over, takes power, and uses the military to spread their ideology, politicizes the military to to spread their ideas of what Pride Month should be, of what what sexuality should be, of what gay marriage should be. I mean, is that is that what we want? Is that what our people fighting for our country in the armed forces, is that what you want? I know we have some active military that listen to the show. Call me, text me, email me. Do you want the, the, the branch of the army of, of the military you are in to be spreading a woke ideology that you disagree with? And if so, what can we do from inside the military to stop it because we have to have solutions. We can't just come on the, on the air. I, I, I can come on every day and complain, but I can't come on every day and offer solutions for things I don't know anything about. And so if you are in the military, if you do know what's going on, if you do know how to change this, please email me, josh at gopjosh.com. Call or text me, 57gopjosh7. I, I think it's free in the United States. Check with Google Voice, but... And you have to let me know. 
And you have to tell me if you know. That is our voicemail line for you all today. We're going to go to break, and when we come back, we have some news on the Pennsylvania Senate race. McCormick has conceded to Dr. Oz and John Fetterman's stroke. We talked about that as well. Big Shrek's stroke actually almost killed him and severely affected his health. And we don't know if he's fit to serve in government, let alone in the U.S. Senate as a freshman senator. We don't know this yet. We will find out. Also, national gas prices have doubled since Biden took office. Only one reason for that. My name is J.P. Josh. We'll be right back after this here on the Conservative Crusader on the Red Future Radio Network. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Conservative Crusader. This is the Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader on the newly formed Red Future Radio Network. You can find all of our social medias by going to redfutureradio.com, preparing for a full launch very soon, and I cannot wait. We have some news in the Pennsylvania Senate race, because Pennsylvania's race was pretty heated. There had to be a recount. There were lawsuits about mail-in ballots. But hedge fund CEO Dave McCormick, the globalist, conceded to the other globalist, Pennsylvania heart surgeon, Dr. Mehmet Oz. Remember him from his Dr. Oz show? He was Trump endorsed and he won that race. Whether he deserved it or not, whether he is the best candidate or not, he won that race. And Dave McCormick conceded. I mean, he, he he saw no path to when he conceded to Dr. Oz. This is the guy he conceded to, by the way. To medical school in Philadelphia. And I saw women who'd had coat hanger events. Mm. I mean, they're really traumatic events that happened when they were younger be, before Roe versus Wade. And they, many of them were harmed for life, emotionally discarding anyway. Right. And listen, I, I'm at a personal level. I, I wouldn't want anyone in my family to have an abortion. I, I told my kids this. I mean, I, I love the, the I love the lives that they're creating so much that I, that I personally wouldn't want it. But I don't want to interfere with everyone else's stuff because it's hard enough to get into life as it is. That's Dr. Oz. That's the candidate that won, by the way, in the Republican primary in Pennsylvania. But he won. David McCormick conceded. This is an article from the Associated Press. Former hedge fund CEO David McCormick conceded the Republican primary in Pennsylvania to, for U.S. Senate to celebrity heart surgeon Dr. Mehmet Oz, ending his campaign Friday night as he acknowledged an ongoing statewide recount, wouldn't give him enough votes to make up the deficit. After a bitter campaign that blanketed the airwaves with millions of dollars in attack ads, McCormick issued a gracious concession vowing to help unite the party behind Oz. It's now clear to me that with the recount largely complete, with the largely complete that we have a nominee, McCormick said at a campaign party at a Pittsburgh hotel. And today I called Mimidas to congratulate him on his victory. McCormick concession cements a general election campaign between Oz, who was endorsed by President Trump, and Democrat Don Fetterman in what is expected to be one of the nation's premier Senate contests. We will have to talk about, we're going to talk about him next, uh, John Fetterman. Already, the national parties are sponsoring attack ads on TV in a presidential battleground state that is still roiled by Trump's baseless claims of a stolen 2020 election. <laughs> baseless, yeah, totally. Watch 2000 Mules. Uh, what's the author's name? Oh, just Associated Press. It doesn't say. Watch 2000 Mules, Associated Press. Report on it. Write a report on it. Try to fact check it because you can't. 
You can't provide any meaningful fact check because you can't fact check the truth. And that 2,000 mules is, in fact, the truth. Anyways, that's besides the point. But Dr. Oz is the Republican nominee for U.S. Senate, whether we like it or not. Welcome to the land of Oz, Pennsylvania. That is where you are going with Dr. Oz as your next U.S. Senator, most likely. But we, we have to change the system. It doesn't matter who our nominee is if John Fetterman is going to walk away with it because of fraud. If mail-in ballots aren't banned, if drop boxes aren't banned in the coming weeks leading up to this election, we will not win. Because the fraudulent mail-in ballots overwhelmingly support one party and one party only. And that is not the party that we support. And and if they're fraudulent ballots, why are we allowing them? Why is there the, the... the Pennsylvania legislature allowing mail-in ballots to help a candidate that they just, even if they did agree with me, even if the mail-in ballots did support my candidate, did support my guy, I still don't want them to to be used. Just like Dave McCormick doesn't like mail-in ballots until he, he needs them to win and then he wants all mail-in ballots to be counted. You know, it is it is what it is. But John Fetterman, if he wins, people are not paying attention or there is just that much fraud. Because John Fetterman cannot keep his story straight when it comes to his health. And we, we here at the show, we've been praying for him. We've been hoping that he recovers fine and he can campaign and he can come back and he can. I hope he doesn't win, but I hope he comes back and he's fine. With five hours left to vote last month, John Fetterman's Pennsylvania campaign relieved a con- receive, released a confusing primary day statement. He would undergo so- surgery before polls closed to install a pacemaker with a defibrillator following his recent stroke. It it should be a short procedure, and I'm sighing because I feel bad for him. I'm sighing because I feel bad that his his health is deteriorating like this. It should be a short procedure that will help protect his heart and will address the underlying cause of his stroke, uh, a trial fibrillation, AFib, by regulating his heart rate and rhythm the unsigned May 17th statement read. That sentence, which campaign advisors say was approved by the hospital, raised more questions than it answered. Though pacemakers are sometimes used to treat patients with AFib and a regular heartbeat caused by the upper chambers of the heart, devices that include defibrillators typically are not. A Harvard Medical School associate professor, Christian Thomas Ruff, said you would never use a defibrillator to treat our, our trial fibration. Uh, fib, fib, fibrillation. I don't know how to pronounce. It. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a medical guy. I, I'm a, I'm a politics guy. I'm not a medical guy. I'm not a medical guy. Okay, the defibrillator is used to treat dangerous heart rhythms from the bottom uh, vent, ventricles. It would take 17 days for Fetterman's campaign to explain the inconsistency. A letter from his cardiologist released Friday said that the defibrillator has been installed to treat a previously undisclosed uh, cardiomyopathy. I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This is actually hilarious that I don't know how to pronounce any words. First diagnosed in 2017 that decreased the amount of blood his heart could pump. So Fetterman ran through the primary. He he ran his lieutenant governor campaign without disclosing this. He served as lieutenant governor without disclosing this. He ran his entire Senate campaign without disclosing this. The people of Pennsylvania didn't know that 
that John Fetterman, the guy they were voting for, had a severe heart condition that could have caused him to to die. Could have caused him to have a heart attack. Could have caused him to to have a serious condition. And and I don't want that to happen, but I also know that as someone who works in politics, if I if I'm working for someone who has a severe heart condition, who has plenty of money to retire, has plenty of relaxation, going into a stressful field like politics is a, is a, is not a smart thing, especially in the U.S. Senate, as heated as it is now. And him running this campaign dishonestly hurts the integrity of his campaign and hurts the integrity of the governor's office as well, as well as the lieutenant governor's office. And... I mean, I, I'm praying for him every day, but if you can't disclose your medical problems as a candidate, and this goes for Republicans and Democrats, and Democrats, obviously it is, it's in the public's best interest to know what's going on with their elected official before they decide to elect them again. Uh, that's my take, at least, but uh, I'm praying for him, obviously. I hope that he recovers. I hope he's fine. I hope he can campaign. And I hope if he does win, which is possible, uh, Pennsylvania is a very close state. If he does win, he can serve. But his Carhartt sweatshirts are are still in style, and that's what he will be wearing. His no BS populism. We will see how that works out. But I am praying for him. I encourage you all to do the same. And we will see how this general election faces out between him and Dr. Mehmet Oz. But if you are on the road, if you travel across the state, if you travel even across the country or across your town, you need some gas. You need some fuel to keep your car on the road, keep your car going. And what if I told you that that fuel is double what it was when President Biden entered office two times the cost? And I just pressed the button there. I'm not leaving the show yet. Don't worry. No music yet. Because gas prices have doubled since Biden took office. This is from Fox Business. And my article isn't loading here. We have great internet in the studio, folks. Great internet, the best internet. But the gas prices have doubled. I mean, California drivers are paying $6.24. Um, outside of the studio today, it was, I think it was $4.79 or $4.79 or even more than that, $4.89 possibly. The gas prices are skyrocketing. And there are multiple people to blame. And I'm not going to say just Biden is to blame. But your governors are also to blame. I'm looking at this, this sticker posted by my friend Hayden Ferguson on, tw- on Facebook for the gas prices, for, for the, specifically the gas tax in the state of Ohio. And, and this is our Ohio segment for today, so I guess I could play that intro again, but I'm not going to. Federal gas tax is 18.4 cents a gallon. It wouldn't lower it that much. But the the state gas tax in Ohio is 38.5 cents a gallon, leading up to a 56.9% gas tax. There is an extra 56.9 cents overall, and 40% of that is state tax added onto our gasoline. People can't get to and from work right now. They can't afford to leave their house and buy fuel. And our governor, the governor Mike DeWine, will not suspend the gas tax. And if Neil Peterson, who is going to be joining us on Saturday, 
is listening to this interview. One of my, or this podcast right now, one of my questions for you will be, are you going to suspend the gas tax? Have your answer prepared for that one. I'll give that one to you because that is a question that faces every single Ohio and every single American right now. And we will see what he says to that. But, but we need a governor that will do what needs to be done. We need a general assembly that will do what needs to be done. And suspending the gas tax is in the best interest of Ohioans and needs to be done today. One more thing before we go to the last Supreme Court opinion of the day. The Supreme Court adopts a broad interpretation of an important exception in the Federal uh, Arbitration Act. The upshot of the AO ruling is that an airport worker and others similarly situated can bring a claim for overtime pay in court rather than being forced into arbitration. That is the Supreme Court opinion, the last one of the day. My name is GOP Josh here on Red Future Radio with the Conservative Crusader. Be back tomorrow with a brand new episode on my birthday. My name is GOP Josh. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Conservative Crusader. 